Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community, where we focus on Magic Arena. Well, everyone, this is the very first deck tech of the year on this podcast. When I don't have a guest for the week, I do a deck tech. So for 2020, here's the very first deck tech. I'm going to do a Theros Beyond Death only Black Devotion deck. If you want to see the actual deck, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos, and you'll see the video version of the episode. Let's get started. So this deck is pretty straightforward. There's many four ofs in the build, which gives you a little bit of wiggle room to change things up as you wish. So at the very beginning, as a one-casting-cost sorcery, we've got Fruit of Tyzeras. This deals two damage to a player, obviously your opponent. So for one black mana, a loss of two life. Nice. Then it's got Escape, four mana, plus three cards, and it comes back from your graveyard over and over and over. This card has worked really well to put the final bit of damage to my opponent. Next up, one of my most favorite cards that comes out of Theros Beyond Death is Agonizing Remorse. One in a black for a sorcery. Target opponent reveals their hand. You choose a non-land card from it, or a card from their graveyard. Exile that card and you lose one life. So we don't have Thoughtseize in this format, but we do have Agonizing Remorse, which also lets you get something out of your opponent's graveyard. And there's so much graveyard shenanigans happening here that you're really going to need to agonize that remorse. Uh, yeah, I think that joke works. Meyer's Grasp is the next card. One black and one more. For an enchantment aura, a creature gets minus three, minus three. So this is going to let you take out a lot of your opponent's creatures or weaken some of their strongest ones. Something comes in as a 4-4. Nope, now it's a 1-1. It's mired in the grasp. Double black gets you Timaret, chosen from death. This is a 2-0. Legendary enchantment creature. And his toughness is equal to your devotion to black. So if you haven't figured it out by now, there's a lot of devotion to black in this deck, which will have a big payoff, which might be a little bit obvious, but we'll get to that. So anyway, you can easily have this as a 2-2 for 2, or get bigger and bigger in toughness as you have more devotion. Then this is fun. One in a black, activated ability, exile up to two target cards from graveyards, from any graveyard. You gain one life for each creature card exiled this way. So obviously you mostly use this to whittle away your opponent's graveyard so they cannot escape, and gives you a little bit of life gain. If you need some life gain, if you're in dire straits, exile your own stuff if necessary. Now all cards so far have been four of, but this one is two of, and you can decide to swap out other cards to add more. This is the Woe Strider, our three casting cost creature. It's a horror, and it's a 3-2. When the Woe Strider enters the battlefield, create a 0-1 white goat creature token. So it comes with a little goat. And what can you do with that goat? Well, sacrifice it, of course, to scry one. Sacrifice another creature is the activated ability for free. So let's say your Timaret is on the battlefield, and it's about to get killed. Well, why not instead sacrifice it to your own Woe Strider to see the future? It can escape for 5 mana and an exile of 4 other cards. And when it does, it comes back as a 5-4 with another goat. This card is truly the goat. 
We've got a mana rock in this deck. Altar of the Pantheon. Three casting cost artifact. Tap and add one mana of any color. If you control a god, demigod, or legendary enchantment, you gain one life. So we will have Timaret in the deck, so that means we will gain a life off of that. That's nice, but it's also a mana rock. But wait a minute, the static ability, your devotion to each color and each combination of colors is increased by one. So more devotion for this deck is more good. Forecasting cost instant, drag to the underworld. Now this has actually a cost reduction because it's too generic plus black black as the casting cost. However, this spell costs X less to cast, where X is your devotion to black. If you've got Timoret out on the battlefield, this is a black black instant destroy target creature spell. Very nice. The next creature is a forecasting cost 4-4 four, four, enchantment creature demon, the Nightmare Shepherd. It's got flying, which is very nice, to pressure your opponent in the air. But wait, it's got the ability. Whenever another non-token creature you control dies, you may exile it. If you do, create a token that's a copy of the creature, except it's a 1-1 and it's a nightmare in addition to other types. So let's say your Wolf Strider dies, you can exile it and it comes back as a 1-1 with the exact copy of the card stats, meaning it also has the black pips, so it still applies to your devotion. Tokens normally don't, but this specifically says a copy, so it copies everything about the card as it last existed. Now we're building up all this devotion for two things. One is for Erebos, the bleak-hearted, a forecasting cost legendary enchantment creature god. It's a 5-6 and indestructible, but it's not a creature until you reach 5 devotion. With the altar of Pantheon and all of your other black-focused creatures, that shouldn't be too hard. But even if you don't have the devotion, you have this static ability. Whenever another creature you control dies, you may pay two life if you do draw a card. So you got some good life draw after you sacrifice that goat to the strider, for example, and that's double the action. You're going to scry and draw that card if you pay that life. Remember to order your triggers properly. One and a black, plus sacrifice another creature. Target creature gets minus two, minus one. So if you need to sacrifice your own creature, you can give your opponent's creature minus two, minus one, and then pay the life to draw that card. And lastly, all of this devotion is given as tribute to the Grey Merchant of Asphodel. Five casting cost, two four creature, zombie He's got two black pips in his casting cost, so if you just need to put the final two points of damage, summon Gary all by himself, and that's two damage, plus you gain two life. Obviously, you'll want to have as many black pips on the battlefield as you could, and this could be pretty impressive if you cast more than one Gary as the game goes on. Next up, 18 Swamps. I've gone with the Underworld version of the Swamps, and then 4 Field of Ruin. It gives you colorless mana, or lets you destroy your opponent's precious lands. Non-basic lands, that is. That dual land is no more. They have to now pick a plain old land. Plus, you'll replace this field with your own swamp. And lastly, in the sideboard. It's not too complex at the moment, but let's say you're dealing with your opponent's graveyard. Well, Soul Guide Lantern is what you need. This is a one casting cost artifact. Then when it enters the battlefield, you can exile one target card from any graveyard. So if your opponent's playing that pesky cat, get it out of the graveyard as soon as you bring in this lantern. 
and then tap and sacrifice the lantern for no outlay of mana, exile each opponent's graveyard. So when your opponent is about to bring back their cauldron familiar, they've paid the, the casting cost of the food, there is a trigger for you to respond to for you to exile that graveyard and the cat won't come back. If you don't need to deal with that, well, one and a tap, sack the lantern, draw a card. If your opponent is dealing with a lot of pesky enchantments, we finally have a black instant to deal with it. Farika's Libation. For three mana, one of which is black, you can instantly target your opponent to sacrifice a creature, or better yet, target your opponent to sacrifice an enchantment. Black doesn't have many answers to deal with enchantments, and I'm glad this has been printed at common. So it's definitely in the sideboard. So what do you think about this build? Tell me in the comments how you would improve it. Remember, it's a Theros Beyond Death only build. I'd love to hear your thoughts. But what about if we include the whole wealth of standard cards? I've had a lot of fun with this deck as well, putting in a few Bolas's Citadels. Or how about Colin Familiar plus Witch's Oven? Tell me about it in the comments. Let's make the best Mono Black Devotion deck in standard. So that's my deck tech, everyone. I hope you liked it. And maybe go check out the video version at patreon.com slash vmcampos. I'll be back next week with another magic fan talking all about Magic Arena. This has been VM Campos, and I'll see you in the arena.